Welcome to Hallmark and Chill. Please join us as me, Nina, along with my husband, Dean, and from time to time, our dog, Beckham, rate and review Hallmark movies throughout the year. We are going to discuss, and sometimes, if not all the time, argue, laugh our asses off, and rate these oftentimes ridiculous movies. Thanks for joining. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hallmark and Chill. Tonight, we are going to be covering hallmark original movie called holiday date boy do we have a doozy for you that's all we can say dean has already warned me uh that he will and i quote not be kind on this one (laughs) so strap in the synopsis of this movie reads brooke is dumped right before christmas and enlists the help of actor joel to play the role of her boyfriend for the holidays brooke had described her ex-boyfriend as mr christmas to her family and worries about keeping up the ruse when she discovers joel is jewish when her family eventually finds out his background they happily incorporate his Hanukkah traditions into their plans. Christmas and Hanukkah are celebrated side by side as they all learn more about the other's holiday. But when their relationship ruse comes to light, two have some explaining to do as well as figure out if they're ready to admit their true feelings. Wow! Basically, the movie in a nutshell. We almost don't even have to say anything. We can just jump right into our WTFs. But we will follow tradition with the podcast and we'll do our own little synopsis as we move through this. This movie originally aired on December December 14, 2019, and stars Brittany Bristow, who I was happy to see has moved up to leading lady because we have seen her in several movies where she's kind of the sidekick, and also stars Matt Cohen. So let's jump right into this movie, shall we? The movie starts off with Brooke, who's played by the lovely Brittany Bristow, and she currently works at a department store as kind of a glorified tailor. I think that's what she kind of called herself at one point, and she really wants to be a designer. She already draws a lot, has a lot of ideas, unfortunately her boss doesn't think that she not necessarily doesn't have the talent but maybe not the eye I guess she said something about their company is really cutting edge and Brooke really likes to kind of is inspired I guess I will say by like past kind of uh, clothing traditions it's around the same time that Brooke is going to be going home to her um, hometown whistling pines I think or whispering pines something like that and she plans on bringing her current boyfriend Ethan to uh, meet her parents finally unfortunately her boyfriend ends up dumping her right before she's about to go home for the holidays. This is where she meets Joel, who is an actor, and he is mutual friends with one of her friends who's throwing a party. And her friends think it would be a really great idea that he pretend to be her boyfriend, that he pretends to be Ethan while they go home for the holidays, at the same time studying up for a role that he has that he is auditioning for. The character just so happens to be some guy who's from a small town. So kind of a win-win situation, right? Not quite sure if Dean and I thought it was win-win at all. Anyway, so they end up going along with it because as Brooke says several times, she's always tired of going home and not having someone to bring home, you know, with her. Her sister's married, that type of stuff. So she, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's just lonely for her that she always is, you know, sans one every time she goes home. So Joel is pretending to be Ethan when he meets meets Brooke's family. And all I can say, it is weird from the get-go. Just plain weird. We will have much more to say on that. But from the very beginning of when he meets her family, it is strange. And her family's really, really sweet. Her dad is hilarious. Um, More to go into that. But it's just weird. All around weird. You can tell they did not rehearse much for it. Um, And if they did, just, I don't, I don't feel like it went over very well at all. Joel ends up, he's super excited that 
Brooks family is kind of the traditional Christian family celebrating Christmas. And he's super excited to do all these Christmas things because he is, in fact, Jewish. So a lot of these traditions is something he does not partake in. So he kind of just keeps messing things up. They have a lot of family traditions where they decorate the tree together. Guess what? He ends up decorating it himself. They are going to decorate the tree with some popcorn. They're going to string it together. What does Joel do? He ends up eating the popcorn. So all these things kind of go wrong. You think it's just going wrong because he can't act for shit and the ruse is up, but it's really just because he has a different tradition. So he ends up coming clean to the family that he is in fact Jewish and they seem to have no issue with it. They end up as sweet as they are incorporating both holidays, which is really, really cool. So that part goes well. And then things start to devolve. So I'm not going to get into all the details because it would just be repeating itself. There's a lot of, as Dean likes to say, filler scenes where it's just them getting to know the family, keeping up this ruse, all this crap. There is a point though that Brooke's family thinks that they're engaged because apparently she went into a wedding store, I guess, and he went into a jewelry store. So when you meld those two together, I guess it means you're getting married. So they think that they're going to have to come clean. Nope, they're just devolving into another lie, thinking that they're engaged. Which means that because her town is so small, the whole town thinks that she's engaged. She runs into one of her, I think she used to be friends with her um, in high school, and then she found out they were engaged. She wanted to take a picture of them. They allow her to do so. She ends up posting it on social media. However, she ends up tagging the real Ethan, the one that ended up dumping Brooke right before she went to visit her family. So he calls and is like, hey, there's a photo of us and it says we're engaged and I'm tagged in it. What's going on? And she kind of, she's in front of her mom and in front of Joel, pretends that it's somebody from her work and kind of brushes it off. Next thing you know, the real Ethan ends up showing up. You think things are going to go kind of awkward, but she just tells everyone that yes, there's two Ethans in my life. This Ethan is my fiance. This Ethan is a friend from work. So yeah. Yep. Can you tell guys let's get, things are getting strange and keep on getting stranger as we move on here. Her and Ethan end up having like coffee together and she ends up confessing everything everything to him about what's going on, why she's doing it. And he kind of has second, he has second thoughts on pulling the plug on them, but she kind of interrupts him and says, no, you were right. We weren't right for each other. I think I was just kind of more in love with the idea of us as opposed to us actually being together. So they're able to put bygones to be bygones or whatever that saying is and things go well on that end. Unfortunately, Joel is on the phone talking with his manager slash friend, the same ones at the party who thought it was a good idea in the first place for him to come to this town and pretend to be her boyfriend. And they're kind of chit-chatting about this role, I think. And unfortunately, he says something like, I'm an actor. And at the bottom of the stairs, guess who's there? Walter, Brooke's dad, overhears their conversation, goes and talks to his son-in-law and tells him what he heard. And let's. And so both of them kind of start doing a little bit of investigating, do some quick little Google search, and they do end up finding Joel and find out that he is indeed an actor and not an architect, as he keeps referring to himself as all over town. That's like the second thing that comes out of his mouth is, hi, I'm Ethan. I'm an architect, because that's how all of us introduce ourselves, right? (laughs) So now the whole family knows. Brooke and Joel end up confessing about what's really happening. No, we weren't together in the first place. No, we're not engaged. And I'm kind of glad that she ended up taking responsibility for it, because I almost thought she was going to leave it all on Joel's shoulders, but she said no is actually my idea, so on and so forth. Things kind of get smoothed over though. Her family kind of accepts it. They move on, which is really sweet of them to be quite honest because I thought, wow, that's quite the ruse. I don't know if I'd be able to forgive you quite as quickly, but whatever. Uh, 
there's a town play going on as well. Brooke has been making costumes for the play. Um, her niece is going to be in the play as well. And it turns out Joel's also going to be in the play because the director, who also happens to be Brooke's friend from high school, ended up getting like strep throat or something and wasn't able to do it. So he filled in. So they're kind of watching the play, falling in love with his act, commenting on how wonderful an actor he is. Definitely have some more comments about that later. And uh, turns out though that her boss was at the play with one of their clients and she said she loved the costume costumes and wants to promote her to her senior design team. Unfortunately, she says, I'm going to turn it down. I want to become a costume designer because she loves doing that kind of stuff. And she was kind of inspired by Joel as well. And Joel ends up getting turned down for the role. But he said, you know, if this happened a week ago, I probably would have been devastated. But so much has happened since I've been here. And I think I've kind of found um, something even better. And the movie, of course, ends with Joel giving her, actually, this was kind of a cute little gift. He gave her like a, I don't know if it were charms for like a bracelet or just a necklace where it had like a Christmas tree and the other one had um, a menorah, I think. I think that's how you pronounce it. But either way, he gives her a cute little gift. They end up under the mistletoe again. They end up sharing their end of the movie kiss and that ends Hallmark's A Holiday Date. So let's move right on in to our first segment. Dean cannot wait. I know he's been chomping at the bit for the last 10 some minutes to talk about his WTF. So do you want to go with yours first or should I go with mine? I think he wants to go with his. I have a feeling ours are going to be very similar, so do forgive us, but man, there was a lot to uh, the WTF with this one. So babe, why don't you start us off and tell us about your three WTF moments. There is so much wrong with the movie. It would be easier to say what's right, honestly. The whole premise I put down as a WTF because it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. He could literally have still went with her and said, oh, this is my friend Joel. What? What's his name? Edward? Her fucking ex-douche? Her ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Ethan. Edward Ethan doesn't really matter. Um, nobody's using the right names anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> Ethan just said, oh, Ethan dumped me. This is my friend Joel. He didn't want me to be alone and wanted to come along. Whatever. Problem solved. Movie thing over. But it's Hallmark in the series of not only unlikely, illogical, and stupid events is beyond belief. Anyway, moving on. So, as Nina had already stated, the leading man walks around going, oh, hi, I'm Ethan. I'm an architect. Oh yeah, I'm an architect. He says he's an architect. Like, that's all he says. Half the shit that comes out of his mouth is, I'm an architect. And it is really annoying. But, what is even worse is my other WTF, my third one, because the architect one was number two. The leading lady states, you are giving such a good performance, we might just get away with this. Are you dumb? Like, this dude keeps saying, I'm an architect, which is like, who the hell talks like that? He keeps playing his commercial he's in and he keeps telling people oh what shaving cream do you use because the commercials for shaving cream like the only way he could fuck it up more is if he goes hi i'm joel i'm an actor <laughs> you ended so abruptly i wasn't ready okay it's probably because he has more than just three wtf movies uh move not movies three wtf moments there were several times in this uh movie where he just kept hoping that Walter, Brooke's dad, would just straight up kill Joel. What? I was saving that for my rating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. He'll talk more about that. I won't go too much in depth, but he did shout that a few times, and I can't say I don't agree. So my three WTF moments, which very well could have been a lot more, I had to tone it down. So number one is when the real Ethan dumps Brooke at a restaurant. I never quite understand that. There's a lot of that going on in these Hallmark movies, and there's a lot of that going on just in movies in general. I'm not quite sure. Dean mentioned that maybe it's to keep one party or the other maybe a 
calmer. You know, maybe one party doesn't freak out as much, I guess, because you're in a public setting. But I just think that it's really tasteless to dump somebody in a public forum like that. I'm not saying you should text the girl or leave a voicemail, but you know, have some common decency, take her somewhere private, invite her to your home or whatever, and have that conversation there. Because I just, again, I just think that's not classy at all. My WTF number two is the whole idea of taking a stranger to your hometown to meet your parents over the holidays. I just think that whole idea is very hooey. That's all that really could come out of my mouth just now. I am not quite sure why her friends encouraged it so much or why she went along with it or why he went along with it. I just, I don't understand. I could tell from the get-go that it just wasn't going to be good. I mean, yeah, they end up together this much we know, but still, it's just, I think that's just too stressful. It's not anything I could involve myself in personally. And my last WTF moment is just the whole way Joel, aka Ethan, is acting. So the actor who's playing this actor in the movie, I think is just not a good actor is all we can say. I don't know if that's how he meant to set up this role, but he's just, it's just over the top and just really cheesy, really corny. And it was really hard to watch at times. And this was one that I originally wasn't going to podcast on. I can see why but then I saw commercials for it and I was like oh I think that could be kind of cute and I really like Brittany Bristow so I was really looking forward to that and I feel like this gentleman quite ruined a good portion of the movie I'd say about 75% to 99% just not a good actor maybe Hallmark if you end up casting him in something else please do a better job that's all I can say okay Um, Let's move into our second segment, which is our can't let it go moment. I'm going to start with mine. My can't let it go moment for this movie is Walter. Walter is Brooke's dad and he was just hilarious. I've seen this actor before in other movies, not just Hallmark movies, and he was hilarious in this movie. He always had this like really funny grunt that he did anytime he was disappointed um, or upset or or whatever it was. So I feel like he really just stole the movie. Without him, this movie would have been even more terrible than it already was. Babe, what is your can't let it go moment? I don't know if I can narrow it down to a single can't let it go. We'll just call it the movie. The entire movie. And it's not a good one. The can't let it go. The movie as well, but we already knew that. <laughs> this movie. Oh, okay, we'll just, well, let's go into our rating because then we can explain it there. So our last segment of our podcast per usual is us rating these movies because this is a holiday movie. We will rate it on a scale of one to five Christmas trees. I'm going to start with mine. Mine's going to be a one. I feel like I'm going to channel a little bit of Dean in this one that if I could rate it less than a one, I would. But like I always hold him to that standard, you're not allowed to. So a one, a very, very low one because the guy who's playing this part, like we said, the guy who's playing the fake Ethan, who's Joel or whatever his name is, just not good. I don't think I've seen him in another Hallmark movie before. And if I did, I must have blocked it from my memory. But he was just terrible in this movie. Like, and it was just so goofy. Like, I guess that's the only part I liked was that there was some refreshing moments, just the comedic timing, especially of her dad. And I thought Brittany Brista was okay because she's a re- seems like a really sweet person every movie I've seen her in. But other than that, there was nothing to save this this house that was collapsing by the moment. It just, I don't know, guys. 
I can't recommend this one. I can only recommend it if you want a good laugh. If you want a good laugh, fire this baby up. That's all I can say. Baby, what is going to be your rating? I need to first address the fact you said if you want a good laugh. I didn't find anything this in this movie funny. Like, they were trying, but... <sighs> So, we already know I'm giving it a one. I'd give it less, but I'm not entirely sure who is responsible for this shit show, because A, either the writers have got their heads so far up their ass to think that this is a good premise, or B, the actor is just so horrible. Because if the actor is outstanding, he might have played the role the way it was written, which makes me blame the writer, because he was beyond annoying and beyond stupid. I mean, I literally spent most of the movie hoping that it would turn into a Lifetime movie and Walter would murder-suicide everybody in this thing. I was. I was hoping for them just to all die. I was like, uh, string them with the Christmas light, you know, burn them with hot cocoa, do something. Because it was bad. And no, I did not find a lot of comedy in it. Walter was the best part of the movie, and it's only because I was hoping he would kill everybody. No, I thought there were some comedic moments. Most of them came from Walter. That's what I'm saying. It's that nothing came from the other lead characters in this movie, just Walter. So, guys, if you want to watch this movie, watch it for Walter. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Hallmark and Chill. Please rate us wherever you're listening to us at. And until next time, guys.